This is Hypercosmic, episode 4, um, 19th of June. 2020. What a year. What a year. Hi, Slater. Hello, Elisa. <laughs> so we just stepped into this eclipses uh, period of the year. We have, um, we have survived one, the lunar eclipse, um, uh, on the 5th of June. And we are just about to enter the new solar eclipse the 21st of June and the next lunar eclipse, the last one, on the July 4th. Yeah, how was the lunar eclipse? Well, I found the lunar eclipse to be quite intense, um, brought up a lot, a lot of shadow, you know, lunar eclipse. Well, what we say with the eclipses, it, energy gets eclipsed out. So something comes up, shows itself. With the lunar, I think it's more subconscious because it's dealing with the moon. So an energy shows up in your life and you kind of have to uh, get rid of it, eclipse it out. Maybe uh, you don't really have a choice. It just ha just comes up. And, and, and But I think the best way to do it is to be aware of it and integrate it and try and heal it and um, not let the energy dominate you, actually. Exactly. And um, I know a lot of people, um, especially our ancestors, they had a lot of fear um, while talking about eclipses, thinking about eclipses. They had to prepare, they had to know about this in advance. And um, I also experienced this uh, eclipse, lunar eclipse, in a very emotional way. It triggered me emotionally very strongly, actually. Um, had a very painful situation where I cried and but uh, I have to say that I had such a great sense of relief by once I kind of surrendered I let go of the situation situation so surrender is surrender um, and release <laughs> these are key words for um, for explaining that and I love your expression eclipsed out is how we talk usually. I eclipsed out this job. I eclipsed out this. Yeah, if you got uh, fired last week, uh, you were eclipsed out. <laughs> or if you did the firing, you eclipsed someone out. And don't be sad because it's like situation. The relationship ended. They were eclipsed out. <laughs> These are situations um, in life which are not serving you anymore. So they just needed, you know, in, in order to let go, you need to face them first. That's why they're coming up this period of time. These are, these, are, these are kind of the destiny periods of the year, the eclipses, the eclipse cycles. So, exactly. you know, you, you kind of build up for months up to this point thinking, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to make the decision? And then the kind of, you go through the eclipse portals and typically, the, de the decision gets kind of made for you. Oh my God, it usually you know, it lops up and you, have, you don't expect it. And even though I'm astrologist, I know exactly my personal chart. I, I look at it like I see something is going to come up and I have no idea what it's going to be. And then, boom, it's there, like yeah. intensely. So, yeah, it's, it's there and I'm grateful. I, you know, um, I, the situation came up and I had the chance to 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 let it go you know i think in your situation it's kind of um almost if you imagine a video game and you're at the end of the video game level and you've got to face the kind of boss 
You've got to defeat the boss to get to the next level of the video game. And the eclipse, eclipse cycles kind of like that boss energy. And what and what is the energy? It's it's a, it's something within you. That that's more the lunar eclipse, something deep within you. The solar eclipse is more about something that's consciously, because the sun energy is very conscious energy. It's something you're conscious of, that you get to make a decision whether you want to move. Uh, a home, you know, because we're going to talk about the solar eclipse and yeah, cancer, which it's... is home related, family related. But maybe just um, first, I, for me personally, I do totally feel the difference between solar and lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse for me is much more emotional. It's much more faded, actually. Endings. It's mo exactly. It's much more about endings, while. Um, Solar eclipse more about beginnings, new beginnings, powerful new beginnings. And in that, on that point, let's bring up the. Uh, okay, and let's talk about the annular solar eclipse, yeah. which just facts first, hard facts here on the table. It's happening. If you, if you don't know Elisa, <laughs> you don't know that she's about the hard facts. I'm just all about hard facts. <laughs> it's like if you if you try and go talk about something other than hard facts, uh, you're in trouble. Well, I just love to integrate hard facts. Um, yeah, so it's uh, the solar eclipse. It's happening on the first, 21st of June. Give me some hard facts. <laughs> and uh, on zero degree, 21 minutes of cancer, if you need more facts. And yeah. it's also... It's zero degrees. These are critical degrees. They're very important degrees. It's a critical degree and it's also a solstice. What a magic, like, it's crazy, no, isn't it? It's 2020, day, it just keeps getting crazier. It's just getting crazy and crazier. The day of solstice where the sun stops. Sun is, sun is not moving. So this is the longest day of the year. Solstice literally means standing still. So the sun gets to its highest peak in the sky, the Tropic of Cancer. And, and unfolds its energy to the most. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just about... To start the journey back to Capricorn, where the next solstice on 21st of December takes place. So, um, and it's a zero degree of Cancer, just beginnings. Nothing has happened. It's just the seed. So, first of all, it's the seed for the whole month, right? We're talking, we're always talking about new moons because I think it's very important time of the months where you just reflect you also have the chance to um to put the seed for the for the next four weeks and kind of put an intention which is very important to be aware of things and put intentions so it's kind of very powerful portal we're talking about and um yeah, I'm, I'm very curious what's going to happen and um, I would just highly recommend to take time and meditate um, these three days around Eclipse and feel, turn into, because talking about Cancer, we just entered the Cancer period, so we're going to enter the Cancer Cancer is cardinal emotions, so a lot of... Um, it's feminine sign, sign by yeah, the way. It's, it's, it's exploring and leading with emotions. We just left, um, we're just leaving Gemini, which is so much about gathering data and mental activity. And you might have thought you were going a little bit crazy with your mind, overactive mind. But now, uh, 
It's a time where you can really lead with your emotions and take comfort, you know? Yeah, it's everything. Um, the ruler of Cancer is the moon. And what's moon about? Moon is about compassion. It's womb. It's uh, the womb. home. Womb. Yeah. It's home, root, motherhood. Also nation, because in the opposite to authorities. So it's a nation we are as a, so it's a family in, in the sense of family, but also on a collective level, we are the society as a whole big family. So also this sense we need to think about. And it's also memories, seeking for security. It's a very feminine sign. Um, I, it's very interesting to, to talk nurturing. about. Nurturing, exactly, it's very important. It's very interesting to talk about the sign in general because um, um, it's, it's, for me, it's the most feminine sign. It's water, it's about deep and go emotions. It's the mother. It's a mother, yeah. Motherhood. I mean, um, yeah, I was going to say something about the gate of man (laughs) (laughs) and the gate of God, uh, but maybe that's a little intense at the moment because we're keeping with hard facts. We're keeping with hard facts. So, um, especially I would recommend people having birthdays around 15th of June to 25th of June. So you're going to be triggered most likely during this time and um, be open for changes be open to new things and yeah see them with gratitude like or, or just yeah meet them with gratitude um, yeah I mean identify what's what what seems to be the the topic that is consciously being eclipsed out and you know how are you going to move forward what is your new flag going to look like? Oh, wow, we haven't talked about Sabian signs, right? No, we didn't, oh we didn't mention this. But we figured out the Sabian sign. Can you talk about Sabian signs in general? Yeah, Sabian symbols. Um, Elise Wheeler was a psychic, and uh, a man recorded her uh, channeling... Uh, uh, an image for every degree of the zodiac and it was just totally done at random and this created the Sabian symbols and a lot of astrologers will use this as a kind of a psychic uh, point to add to the energy or add to the story and sometimes it, it, they really sync up sometimes they don't but this time it was it's just incredible it's just right on point right yeah um, what is it <laughs> um so sabian symbol um for zero degree of cancer is on a ship the sailors lower an old flag and raise a new one so on a ship the sailors lower an old flag and raise a new one love it yeah it's a point of no return it's like a radical change moment of crisis um yeah so I feel the point of no return. It, it's definitely, you know, usually one would associate Sagittarius with setting sail on a new journey. Um, but let's not forget that Cancer is also about that too. Home is where the heart is, right? And your heart is within. So wherever your, your heart is at, you are at. And yeah, for a good reason, um, time of cancer, this time of the year, it's, um, it's a very 
uh, family-focused sign, right? Cancer people, they always care so much about their loved ones. Family is everything. It's a, above everything. So it's time of the year where we go on holidays, um, we reconnect with our families, we spend a lot of time together sitting in the garden. A lot um, of staycations this year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's also, it's a most feminine sign. So it's everything about home, vulnerable feminine, feminine side, sort of worshipping the feminine, nourishing qualities, fertility as well, security. So, and, so it, we, I think it's a great time to focus on this. Interesting experience that I made, every time I talk with my friends about this corona time, I realize that especially the hard workers, the, the workaholics, they kind of realize recently they don't want to work so much. They kind of avoid this whole, like they avoid the old system. They want to step into something new. And that's why I think this very strong energetical portal, this, this three days around eclipse, this is the time we have to focus um, inwards and not like nourish all this feminine um, our feminine side doesn't matter if you're man or woman so it's just about that yeah it feels like we've been nourishing that feminine side <laughs> since March <laughs> um, this is the next act you know the final act yeah well you know speaking of fertility and and wisdom I think one of the interesting points is that yesterday Mercury went retrograde in Cancer. Another good news. So it happened to go retrograde at 14 degrees, which is where the, the God star Sirius is located. So as I like to get more esoteric with astrology, one can point to the Egyptian period where the star Sirius heralded the flooding of the Nile. So this star would appear called the heliacal rising, which means it would rise above the, <clears throat> rise above the horizon right before the sun and then be washed out by the sun's rays. But this moment would signify the new year for the Egyptians. And this is coincides with the summer solstice. So Sirius is thought of in some circles as the sun behind the sun, and it gives this extra scorching energy and illumination um, to our sun. So our sun might be the visual recognition but the Sirius is this kind of spiritual sun the sun behind the sun is also known as the hypercosmic sun and this <laughs> happens to be where this podcast name comes from so this is a particularly exciting moment so what I feel is that and, and to fast forward to the lunar eclipse on July 4th the next the last one the last one this will be at the same degree 
of Cancer where Mercury went retrograde on Sirius. And so if you know that the United States history, you know that this is Independence Day in the United States. And lo and behold, they chose July 4th. Why did they do that? Because that is the day of the exact alignment with the Sun, Earth, and Sirius. So you really, it's, a, it's really kind of very, very, very special and magical to think about what Sirius is. It's honors, it's achievement, it's reaching your highest potential. It's also Isis. It's the goddess energy. It's the divine feminine. Highly spiritual. So I think of all the times in the year, of all the times in a long time, this particular moment that we're in with this uh, eclipse on the solstice and then Mercury retrograding on Sirius and then the next eclipse on Sirius, there's so much of this really important spiritual feminine, divine feminine energy. And I would highly recommend meditating on this, either with... Um, you know, a shaman, a, sh a, sh a shamanic priestess, um, or, or you know who to who to find. But it's really about trusting your emotions and trusting your intuition, because cancer is so much about the intuition. So this is a profound moment, and as Mercury is going retrograde. Then Venus comes direct on the 25th. Yeah, again, back back to facts. Back to I'm, the I'm facts. Here, I'm, I'm here for the facts. Um, yeah, Mercury goes retrograde. It went already retrograde. I can feel it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm, I'm looking for, I'm trying to find in the uh, right world, it's, it's, uh, I'm looking, not finding, it's Mercury retrograde. Uh, it went retrograde on the 18th of June. And it stays retrograde till the 12th of July. So it's usually around three weeks. And um, yeah. I guess, meanwhile, everybody knows about Mercury because it influences very intensely because it's one of these personal planets um, like Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, um, and Mars. And we can feel it in our personal life um, very intensely. Um, what to, to talk about Merc Mercury retrograde? You said a lot. It's on the series Divine Feminine. Um, What's well, kind of information that you get in that can really change the course of your destiny? Remember, this is raising a new flag. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like planning your journey. This is a time to review the plans, you know? Review the plans and. Um, as not forget it's in the cancer again so it's uh, based on your emotions tuning in because every retrograde planet kind of gives you the chance to look inwards just all about uh, reflecting what's going on and well, don't forget mars at this point has had so much reflecting in the past you know six months that it's it's a little bit starting to get a little bit angry and it's moving forward and it's about to enter into Aries, right? It's been in this chaos. We've had this Mars chaos in Pisces. Ah, okay, you're talking about Pisces. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of events going on. Also, hallelujah, the Venus is going direct on the 25th of June, just a few days to wait. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy champagne for this day. It's been... Um, Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, six weeks. Oh, my God, going direct. 
So it's time to integrate everything that we learned about um, relationships, love, um, our values. And um, you mentioned last time it's, it's going to be a great ex exhale moment for the collective when Venus goes direct, right? Yeah, things will get a little bit softened. I think there'll be a deep, deep breath. I mean, Venus is in Gemini. Gemini rules the lungs. And, you know, this energy goes back to April, early April. So. What else? Mm. Well, we've got the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction on June 30th. 30th, right. And this relates to April 4th. And then this is the second pass of Jupiter and Pluto. And the third pass will be November 12th. So Jupiter and Pluto is transformation of power structures, empowerment. You see people on Wall Street getting richer. Uh, you see these kind of dictator vibes. Um, yeah, it's very extreme ambition of personal power. But um, it's also not to forget, it's um, transiting through Capricorn alongside with Saturn. And it means automatically that we're having the lesson of maturity, responsibility. And also, even though it's hard, but it's also about acceptance of natural cycles, of like cycles of change. So again, we hear again about surrender. So this is exactly what Corona is teaching us about, to surrender certain situations. And it's very tempting in all this chaos to... Um, to achieve personal power, but it's most likely, um, you, it's also a very powerful time. So a lot of people going to gain a lot of power as well, but also it's about reviewing your, uh, your ambition, ambition, um, ambitious, ambitions, ambitions. Yeah. Amb ambitions. Exactly. Um, I mean, Susan Miller, the astrologer, believes there will be a second wave because of the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. She associates it with Corona. And I think as of this recording, there seems to have been a lot of kind of media talking about, you know, fear and more, more infections. So you can s see that that's that Jupiter-Pluto about to meet again. But I think because it's in retrograde phase, it's not, it's not such a huge crisis moment. I think for me personally, I think it's all about discovering your inner purpose and what you truly want to achieve in this moment of surrender. If you want to achieve something, but this is this faith period that you sometimes, there's some cycles, this this case cycle of Corona, which is we have to give up some, um, some wishes, some wishes and um, to surrender. So it's really, um, discover your inner purpose in the situation and um, yeah, reviewing your inner purpose. Yeah, I mean, and if you don't know your inner purpose, it's okay. <laughs> I think that's that's where this divine feminine thing, meditation, comes in. That you'll get some, you'll get some, you'll get some messages. I mean, put your antenna out there because you'll get some really powerful messages in the next three weeks. You know, again, it's like, don't get so lost 
in the media, because a lot of that's illusion. A lot of that's taking you away from your purpose. And Especially now in um, this period of Mercury retrograde, it's going to be a lot of um, information that's, uh, which is just elusive. You, you, you're going to lose yourself in this information. What is right? What is wrong? Um, yeah, what is the truth, actually? Yeah, what is the truth? It's, a, it's, it's hard to figure that out at the moment. I mean, I think we wanted to mention something about um, Mars. Uh, oh, yeah, Mars. Um, me personally, I believe that Mars this year is the biggest troublemaker. I mentioned this a few times before. Uh, because is Mars is querying this um, solar eclipse. So it's very intense. And not just the solar eclipse, it's also the nodes, the karmic points, it's very, and it's also enters the Aries, um, the Aries, the, this masculine energy feels the best actually, and this energy is very ego focused, it's, uh, it's very impulsive, it's very aggressive, very competitive, independent, so um, it brings a lot of shadow, even though it has a lot of very positive um, energy. So it's all about um, getting independent, fighting for the truth. It's very warrior, warrior, masculine energy. But I feel like, um, especially, so um, Mars is entering entering Aries um, next week, 30 of June, as far as, as I remember. It's staying incredibly long. Usually it's just a few weeks there, like six, eight weeks in each sign. But this time it goes retrograde and goes direct. So it stays in Aries for almost six months. It's a very long period of time. So it's kind of um, the opposite to this eclipse. It's In this eclipse, it's all about feminine, divine energy connecting to your feelings, to connecting to your inner truth. And the opposite energy, squaring it, is this very aggressive, very ego-dominated masculine energy, like fighting, going with the hand through the wall. Which is kind of because the Mars is sextiling uh, Pluto, Jupiter and Saturn. It's a little bit about that kind of government energy, you know, you're trying to work on your inner inner being, your inner self, your emotional capacities, and then here comes this, you know, rule-based authoritarian vibe that's trying to tell you what to do. You know, we can see it in the police. <laughs> so I, I see definitely there's no <laughs> this is the point of no return again. I definitely see a lot of frustration coming up. Um, a lot of individuals and um, I see a lot of aggression, aggressive energy in the next six months. Yeah, so, China and India have started to battle a little bit already on the, on the border. So don't it, be surprised if there's a world war action happening. Um, also, we forgot to mention when we talked about hard facts about mm -hmm. the eclipse, solar eclipse. That it's visible in uh, East Africa, in uh, India, Pakistan, and China. Yeah. So they're going to be influenced more, like, mm. very strongly by this um, eclipse. 
and eclipse, eclipse energy uh, lasts around six months. So we're going to feel this energy for a long time. I mean, I think, I think another point about Cancer and the July 4th is that, is that the Syrian energy, Sirius energy, it is about your sovereign state of independence and feeling that you are the master of your own universe. And that's your connection to spirit, it's nurtured by your connection to spirit, your connection to God, your connection to source energy. And, you know, don't forget the nodes here are right near the galactic center and they're at the midpoint between um, the Golden Gate and the galactic center. The south node is there and that's where souls go out of the matrix. They go, they, they leave this galactic, um, galactic matrix that we're in. And then the anti-galactic center is the gate of man. And that's where the eclipse is, the zero degree cancer. So that's where souls come in. This is very esoteric, but this is, um, you know, and literally this, this aligns with the uh, end of the Mayan calendar. And this is, this is why they chose these points. Uh, Galactic Center is source of new consciousness. So I think, you know, a lot of these alignments, point of no return, you know, serious energy, uh, new consciousness. It's really, it's really, a def it's a new chapter. This is... It's definitely a new chapter. So we're shifting we're, the world we used to know, actually, at this very moment. This yeah. is definitely... This is what all the astrologers talked about for many, many years, the shift from Piscean um, time to Aquarius time. So we're shifting because we've been raised throughout childhood. We've been like, we've been placed um, in the hierarchies according to our culture, nationality, religion, gender, and so on. So now, um, and we, actually we've been also taught that we need to compete in our lives. And we are entering the spirit of Aquarius, where it's less about competing. It's just, that's why we need this feminine energy. We need to cultivate it, cultivate it and start to accept us as on, 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 a, on the level of community, that we're all a big family and we have to respect each other. So I, I really believe, and I, maybe I just want to believe, I don't know if I really believe that it's a great chance for us to move into this direction and make the shift. And we're all, um, yeah, I think this, the universe wants us to move into this direction. This is clear signs. If you want, like if you're translating the language of the, of the universe, the language of stars, this is exactly what um, the universe wants us to do. Yeah, and I think that next eclipse, the next lunar eclipse is going to, on Sirius, it's going to, again, eclipse an energy out of your life on July 4th, July 5th, that really no longer serves. And it's going to set up this run to the winter solstice. There's a big solar eclipse on December 14th. And then there's the winter solstice where Jupiter and Saturn meet at zero degrees. Mm -hmm. This is called the Great Conjunction. And this is the first time that Jupiter and Saturn have met, uh, I can't remember, but for like hundreds of years in an air sign. So this is really this new 
energy of air and um it's going to be this conjunction great conjunction going to be also very powerful um it's a little bit like same uh, powerful energy as we have at the moment and it's interesting that it makes a leap um connecting to our inner child connecting to our emotions and then moving forward end of the year this next solstice and going into this conjunction of saturn jupiter in the first degree of aquarius it's like power back to people you know we have experienced we have transformed um the old structure and kind of have powered to um, the whole society is empowered to lead new ways. So I think it's very positive, actually. But it's go. It's this is the it's year. It's quite a script. I mean, it's quite a script. Yeah. These eclipses and these solstice these, these solstice points, the gate of the gate of man, the gate of God. I mean, all of these energies, all all it's like different systems all meeting together on these critical degrees, and that's why everything is so intense. That's why. Culture. It's the time of transformation. It's yes. just, it's best. What the world that we knew is collapsing. It's um, transforming. And like a phoenix, we shall rise from the ashes. Um, oh, yeah, this is a good description for that. True. Phoenix rises, yeah. And um, no wonder the planets are all retrograde at the moment. And um, so this is because we need to turn in. We need to understand first what we want. And um, also very helpful that... Um, I, like, I like it when the planets are retrograde, honestly, because when they're direct, <laughs> like, kind of all hell breaks loose. When they go direct, they need action. We need integration of what we learned, right? So also... Although Venus, when Venus retrograde, when it retrograde, that was when all hell broke loose. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> True. So also there, interesting that... Um, maybe to finish it up, to uh, finish up the picture. Um, also, the Neptune goes retrograde on the 23rd of June. So it, we promised you it's going to be eventful. It is eventful. When it, Neptune goes retrograde on the 23rd, or the 23rd? 23rd till 29th of November. So also so a long time. On the 23rd, it's either going to hurricane or rain strongly where you are, or you're going to cry a lot. There's always a huge emotional release that comes when neptune um, changes Absolutely. direction I, I, uh, so there's a lot of there's there's so much water energy we've gone from all of this energy which was so much about data and and inf informing yourself learning this information learning that information and now it's just going to be a period of a lot of emotional of, purification actually yeah feeling and just feel it and I think it's going to be, yeah, a little bit, I mean, a little bit of a farewell period if, if indeed you do raise that flag and set a new course. Um, it's a, yeah, it's really, it's kind of beautiful. It kind of makes me sad to think about what's going to happen in the next few months. But it, it Again, with all of these eclipse energies, everything seems to accelerate really quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like dominoes. Like once one thing falls, then the other thing falls and mm -hmm. it just kind of keeps going. And at a certain point, the momentum is generated not by your actions, but just kind of by the momentum in general. Yeah, it's very fated momentum indeed. Yeah. And, um, 
but um, it's you got to trust. And, and this is like the period where if you're not quite happy with the way it's going or what's happening, that you really, you know, meditate with serious, meditate with... Um, Just meditate. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> call on Isis, call on um, the Divine Feminine. That, that's what you're going to get the answers. Because it's exactly, please don't hold on the old structures, don't hold on the... Um, things you want to hold because you cannot you, the only thing you can do this time is just to surrender and let go of things and um, and you go in the end you're going to find out that this is the best way to handle the situation and um, I found you mentioned about Neptune going retrograde I found it's very interesting that especially this very moment also this planet goes retrograde and it's it's all about emotions coming up so don't wonder if your washing machine, <laughs> dishwasher, <laughs> going, uh, um, um, uh, going. How is it called? Flood. Um, yeah, floods. It's it's every time. This are always believe me the signs that you're suppressing your emotions. So um, mm, yeah, good point. Don't waste your tears. Um, deep dig. Um, talk to your inner child. Cry. It's going to be helpful during this period, and yeah, Cancer is really that inner child energy. Yeah, and also the the um, Neptune retrograde. It's also you can kind of face in reality. It helps you to take off the the right. the rose colored glasses and see their reality clearly. And um, yeah, meditate a lot. Uh, a it's point. very helpful. Dreams, meditation. It's all that you need during this period. And um, this is that actually the one thing that is going to help you, <laughs> to be very honest with you. Um, so yeah, somehow try to enjoy. Um, next time in two weeks, we're going to talk about this. Uh, we're going to reflect on the... I'm so curious what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think... Um... Again, I'm just really jazzed on this uh, serious thing. And I did, I'll, I'll just drop this little bit of knowledge because, you know, serious at its, at its heart is really about knowledge, divine knowledge. And I discovered yesterday that um, we're in a binary star system with Sirius, which basically means that the rest of the planets, they go through this procession of the equinoxes. So imagine March 21st, which is the spring equinox. That's why it's the age of Aquarius, because the constellation of Aquarius rises um, in the horizon on March 21st, somewhere in between Pisces and, and, and Aquarius. So if you were to take 12,000 years from now, the constellation of Leo would rise up on the spring equinox. That's the procession of the equinoxes. It's a 25,920 year cycle. And all these fixed stars, they move about one degree every 72 years. And this is information that the Mayans had, the Egyptians had, but information that we lost during the Dark Ages and then kind of reintegrated into the Gregorian calendar in 1582. But what's amazing is that there is information and measurements that say that Sirius does not precess 
it does not move one degree every 72 years. So the Egyptians had a calendar, the Sophist calendar, that basically incorporated our leap year system based on the rising of Sirius because the rising of Sirius is always on the summer solstice over thousands of years. It never changes positions. It should, you know, after thousands of years, be over, you know, in the fall equinox, the vernal equinox, but it doesn't. So that means it's like in a dance with, with our sun. So it is the sun behind the sun. And this information completely blew my mind because I, I didn't know that. I didn't know. It's it took me forever to, under, to understand, to be honest, because this is really next level. To you have to listen to this podcast like 10 times to get that <laughs> and do some own research. But, but You have to do your own research because it's really difficult to understand a little bit. You need really t- to see uh, how um, to, to, to understand this information about Equinox. And, um, but it's, it's, my, it's indeed mind-blowing. It's, um, I wonder that... Yeah, no, no, not so many people know 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 about that. No, I've studied this for, for so profound. long, and I never, I never got that information. And it, it, it's, it, it's really incredible that it is the sun behind the sun. It's the spiritual life force, energetic force that you know. That's that's when you feel this heat come on. You feel this serious energy. And it's it, you know, it's it's here now. So it's use here this now, energy yeah. and. Yeah. Um, use this time it's hi- if it's like it's i would it's hypercosmic energy <laughs> hypercosmic time of pregnancy it's time of pregnancy till end of the year we are um forced to carry this gift and um yeah well i'm looking forward to being pregnant <laughs> <laughs> enjoy yeah. <laughs> so this is it i guess right yeah thanks thank you fun. till the next time This has been Hypercosmic Episode 4, A Point of No Return.